0: i'm your moderator chris paul let's be reasonable the red wave isn't scary if you know how to ride it i'm just floating down it like a lazy river it's high noon for wednesday november 11th 20 20 Guys, really appreciating all the support this show is getting. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you for rating the show and reviewing it on iTunes. I really appreciate all of that. So, yesterday I spent the afternoon watching the testimony of one Andrew McCabe in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And Andrew McCabe is one of the most reprehensible humans I've ever seen. I mean, he should be ashamed of himself. He is such a disgraceful little turd. The answers to the questions the senators asked were just unbelievable. He spent most of the time trying to twist the senators questions around so that he could say something he believed to be true while ducking the damning parts of their questions. And the best example of that was when he was going at it with Ted Cruz, which kind of went, I guess, sort of viral. Maybe I'm not the best judge of that anymore because I don't watch all the kind of basic bitch mainstream nonsense that people are normally posting. But I think a lot of conservatives took note. Ted Cruz decimated Andrew McCabe. And the thing is, if you watch these things, you got to understand the Republicans are actually right on the facts. And most people have been told that that's not true, that the whole thing is one big conspiracy and waste of time, which is why Richard Blumenthal, the Democratic senator from Who Cares? spent his time asking about groups of white supremacists and aren't they the real threat to the nation? And, of course, they did that with Comey, you know, six weeks ago or whenever it was. Could have been six years ago at the rate these last few weeks have passed. But, yeah, he did the same thing there, talking about how the Proud Boys would be intimidating voters at the polls, that there would be armed Trump supporters outside polling places. That didn't happen. They said that Trump supporters would riot after the election, after it was announced that Joe Biden won, because the Trump supporters are really the ones that want to steal the election. But that didn't happen either, because we don't do that. But now, after the fact, we are still meant to believe that roving bands of armed Trump supporters who just happen to be tied to a white supremacist organization that has like 48 members, that's the real threat. No. Andrew McCabe is the real threat. Democrats who are trying to cover For Andrew McCabe are the real threat if you're not familiar with the story overall I would suggest jumping to Lindsey Graham's closing statement at the testimony yesterday because he summarized the thing pretty well you know Democrats kept arguing that this wasn't worth the nation's time and how are the Republicans doing this again well they're doing it again so that they get all of these people on the record in their testimony and then all of their testimony will be systematically dismantled by the facts. So that's actually exactly what you want to do with witnesses. Andrew McCabe wouldn't answer simple questions. The senators would use direct questions Quotes. And he would say, I don't know if I believe that that is a, a real quote. He said that about his own text messages. And then he blamed this failure of memory on the fact that he was not allowed to have access to his his files and schedule books and whatnot from when he was in the FBI before he was fired in disgrace. And of course, he's not allowed to have those because they're evidence and he's a traitor to his country. So yesterday, Kash Patel was named chief of staff to the acting, the new acting, Defense Secretary Christopher Miller. And Patel used to be the senior director of counterterrorism at the National Security Council. So now that is two counterterrorism people at the top of the Pentagon structure. People might know Kash Patel if you watched um, the plot against the president, that Amanda Milius documentary from maybe a month ago. If you haven't seen it, it's great. Watch it. But if you have, you'll be stoked that cash Patel is now in this position and that bodes well for what the Democrats will do when it's announced that Joe Biden actually lost the election by a lot. And that announcement is coming. So Rudy Giuliani announced this morning that they have a whistleblower from the voting machine company Dominion. There are reports out there that she was actually supposed to be on Hannity last night and that she was bumped at the last minute. But if she has the goods on Dominion, this is one of those things that would crumble the Democratic Party completely because those voting systems are all over the country. And there have been some data guys online studying this stuff. And they believe that literally millions, millions of votes around the country were either switched from Donald Trump to Joe Biden or just taken away from Donald Trump altogether. You want evidence of voter fraud on a mass scale? There it is. Of course, that's not all the evidence because we still have all the late arriving mail-in ballots, which will eventually get kicked out of the process. Georgia announced that they're going to do a hand recount and full audit of their election. And so that'll finish Georgia for the Democrats. Pennsylvania should be considered done for the Trump campaign already. Arizona the same. And obviously North Carolina is now In his column, as is Alaska, as if there was any ever any doubt. But this stuff is going well. A lot of your very dumb friends probably posted an article yesterday about how the U.S. Postal Service whistleblower had recanted his testimony. And that's not true. But they ran with the story, and then not very long after, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas announced that the whistleblower had recorded the interrogation that he had to endure, and the entire time, the federal agents and the people at the post office were coercing him into taking away his testimony. And so now he has all of that recorded. These people are incompetent. The media went with that story and it got shot into smithereens like a half an hour later. And they used it to propagandize the country to make it sound like there was no way. voter fraud could happen look even this whistleblower that they have is a fake nope i was thinking last night uh about texas and i wanted to mention this as like a piece of rooted knowledge if you haven't listened to the on theorism episode that's what i'm referencing and i talk about it a little in the trailer get rooted but Let's remember about how the polls and the Democrats were saying that there was a really good chance that they were going to take Texas. This is the year that we turned Texas blue. This is the year that we turned Georgia blue, right? And that was all narrative setting because there was no way that Texas was going to turn blue. And I said that on the podcast quite clearly. Same with Georgia, by the way. Because if there was a chance that they were – Donald Trump would have been down there defending them. The fact that he wasn't can tell you that there's no chance they were going to turn blue. And people are always ready to believe stuff like that, like that that would have just been an oversight by Trump or that Trump was arrogant and cocky. It's always got to come back to something that you believe about Trump's character that makes him permanently wrong. No matter how many times it gets proven that he's a step ahead of these people, we still always have to revert to Trump's stupid or Trump's only in this for himself. Like, you really think that Trump and his campaign, after winning against the entire Democratic system in 2016, just somehow got dumb? They didn't realize that Texas was going to get flipped? And they just ignored it because they wanted to focus on Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, states that are legitimately less red than Texas? No, that isn't how it works. So it's just rooted knowledge. That's it. You don't have to believe anything else. If Texas could have turned blue, would Donald Trump have campaigned there? Yes, he would. Period. End of story. Texas wasn't turning blue. And sure enough, they didn't turn blue. How red they are is still to be determined, of course, because if any of these system wide frauds are shown completely to the public, then the whole system is going to collapse, including in Texas, including in California. The Maiden Gate thing is still going. I had a friend tell me today that she checked her ballot. She used to live in California 10 years ago. She checked her maiden name at her old address in North Hollywood. And it said that she had requested a ballot on October 5th and that it was still awaiting counting. She lives across the country, hasn't lived here for 10 years. But she requested a ballot. She was registered as a Democrat when she was in California. And the ballot was submitted. Huh. How's that happen? I wonder how many times that happened. I've been saying for months now, there is a reason that California's voter rolls are such a mess, that there are millions of Californians who should not be on the rolls but are Los Angeles has 112% of eligible voters registered. Got it. There's more registered voters in Los Angeles than there are eligible voters on the cover of every single piece of voting material from the state throughout this process. It is said that every registered voter would receive a mail-in ballot. Every registered voter would receive a mail-in ballot. Los Angeles has 112% of eligible voters registered. Okay? So right here in Los Angeles, a place with millions of people, that means there are already hundreds of thousands of extra ballots just here. Got it? You think they don't know where they're sending ballots to places people don't live anymore? There is proof around the country right now of people having collected these ballots and filled them in en masse at the voting centers. It's time to put on the big boy pants. And realize that this is happening everywhere. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter if it feels scary to accept that everything really is pretty much a fraud. That's what Donald Trump has been telling us for five years. And he has been right for five years for fuck's sake. We cannot continue believing things just because the media says them. I had people argue with me yesterday, like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to believe you over like every news source. Well, yeah, man, because first of all, every news source to you is like seven sources and you don't even read them. You just use them to send people who don't agree with you. Hey, look at this article. All right, man, I saw your article. Okay. We should believe that the media is lying 100% of the time. 100%. All they are doing now is narrative setting. And they're going to continue to do that. Speaking of narrative setting, that was a fucking awesome segue. Nailed it. California sent out a state emergency signal last night. I have to pull this up on my phone so that i can read this atrocity to you okay public safety alert and this came through like an amber alert does like it just notified everybody's phone at the same time it's like your phone starts screaming at you public safety alert la city covid19 cases are increasing please wear a mask and social distance get tested if you have symptoms or might be exposed LA city is offering free testing with results in less than 24 hours. And then you sign up and blah, blah, blah. So COVID cases are increasing. That by itself means absolutely nothing. COVID cases are always increasing because we continue to do more testing. And the tests are not particularly accurate. And we're testing healthy people, which makes no fucking sense for a disease that can only kill one or two out of every thousand people. And 99.999% of them are over 75 years old with multiple comorbidities. And the rest of them died with COVID, not from COVID. So the case count continuing to go up just simply does not matter. But what does matter that the city of Los Angeles or maybe the state of California, maybe they did it elsewhere as well, that they used the emergency alert system to try to get more people to go test for covid, because that's what that message says. It didn't warn about a serious spike. It didn't advise anything that they hadn't advised before. They said, wear a mask and social distance. Yeah. It just said that they would give you COVID tests and get your results back quickly. So what they're trying to do is get more people to take tests so that they can spike the cases and then say, oh my God, this is an emergency and argue to the electors in a couple of weeks that Donald Trump has mishandled COVID again and because of COVID, The electors would not be doing their job by putting Donald Trump back into the White House, which he obviously is going to be. Uh, John Brennan, the former spy and current future inmate, was on CNN last night to say that he was concerned about what Trump might do in the next 70 days. Brennan told Chris Cuomo that Trump needed to be removed from office, that Mike Pence should consider the 25th Amendment because Donald Trump is just too unpredictable by now. And what John Brennan means by unpredictable is that Donald Trump is the first president in decades who has not been controlled by people like John Brennan. John Brennan was involved from the beginning in the effort to tie Trump to Russia and to everything else since. And Because I got up early today and went for an early run, uh, I actually listened to Dan Bongino's show in full before recording. You guys should all listen to that today because he makes a really interesting argument on how you can know that these guys are constantly full of shit and I don't want to like try to steal his argument or even like glom onto it. So just go listen to it on his podcast. Bongino is awesome. I swear to God, you guys have to listen to him. Um, And so the last thing I want to talk about here is some advice for the ladies, ladies, don't marry a maskey. Let's, let's talk about the maskies, all right? The way I see it, we basically have four different reactions to masking, okay? There are people who adopted it early and are still fully on board. There are people who adopted it early and now don't really care. There are people who adopted it late but are now fully on board. And there are people who adopted it late and now don't care. Got it? So it's like a four quadrant little thing. Isn't it weird that they say four quadrants? Like that's redundant. Anyway, so let's let's take these in order of how much of a masky you are. Okay? The okay people are the ones who adopted it early and now don't really care anymore. That's, that's like pretty neutral because they kind of overreacted at the beginning and have since like become sanguine about it. And that's cool. Sometimes people's, uh, levels of risk tolerance are different and so if you're the kind of person who's extra cautious i mean the best thing to be is to read things correctly all the time and to be calm while you're trying to figure out what's going on that's the best but to raise the alarm too quickly is not always going to get you in trouble and it might actually save you over more risk tolerant people at points in your life. I can understand that somebody was convinced by the crowd that the disease was far deadlier than it was that masks somehow worked, even though we had already experienced months of being told that they didn't work, but Some people just go along and get along and that's fine. You know, like if you were like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit, but I guess I'll do it. And then a few weeks later, you were like, all right, this is bullshit. Now you don't care. All right, you're on the team. The real maskies are these two other quadrants. The more minor masky is the one who adopted early. And still does it now. I mean, that is just a level of, of fear, I guess, and laziness because you overestimated the risk at the beginning and you still have not come back to your senses, which means that you're probably a lazy thinker and clearly ignorant of all the relevant information that might actually help you make decisions in your life. So that's definitely not great. And it's difficult for me, at least. And for anyone who I think is rooted to be able to trust people like that. I mean, they might be highly functional, but they're not the kind of people that you can count on because they're too afraid to help. These are the people who are legitimately afraid to live. They're the people who will probably never attend a concert or a sporting event in the rest of their lives. And they'll go along with literally everything that the government says about the coronavirus or anything else. Because they would rather just appeal to authority. So, well, the science says it. Well, if the science says it, then we don't need to worry about a thing, do we? And then we have the CDC coming out today. I told you how on election day they said that it was safe to vote in person, even if you were currently infected with the coronavirus. Because the disease is not deadly when you're trying to destroy cities, either through domestic terrorism Or by voting for Democrats, which is essentially domestic terrorism. But the CDC now says that if we just simply adopted or actually it says increase universal masking, you can't increase something that is universal. First of all, by 15%, we could reduce economic losses by up to a trillion dollars. They now say that face masks protect the wearer and the economy. No, they don't. Face masks hurt the economy. Face masks are an ascent to further lockdown and restriction. And nothing can hurt the economy more than that. Nothing. And nothing has hurt the economy more than that. And we can see it quite clearly. Florida has been open for six weeks, maybe almost seven at this point. Where is their spike? A buddy of mine today sent me the, uh, the case chart, the hospitalization chart, and the death chart between Florida and California. Their curves are nearly identical. One of them has been a communist police state of pussification. And the other one is Florida. Where things are normal, and Ron DeSantis will hopefully be our next president. Fuck, man. If you refuse to wake up to this shit, then we stay in this shit. But here's the worst masky, okay? The worst masky is this one. The worst masky is the person who didn't adopt it early and just kind of stayed home and watched Netflix and ordered Postmates, or they took off to the second home in the red state where they didn't have the same mask restrictions, or they went out to their country house where they're not around anybody. So they avoided that part. But now they're still enforcing it on others. And that's the worst. It is actually dumb. To be lazy and ignorant about important things in the world and in your life. And these are the people that say, well, yeah, you know, but even if they don't work, like if we just all wear them, the disease is going to be over sooner and that's what we really need. And then we can go back to normal life. No, no, you are powering us into a new society, a new culture where there is no going back to normal life. You just simply accept whatever you're told. Cause someone says it's the science. These are the people who will like end up at a dinner party telling you that there really are 57 genders because the science says so and everyone knows it. And then somebody like me will be like, oh God, you know, I thought we were just going to have a nice time, but now I have to make a scene. Sorry, darling. There's not 57 and you know it. You're lying to me, and you're lying about the science, and any scientist that says there are 57 is also lying. You know how I know? Because that's fucking complete and utter bullshit. Problem solved. I don't need to bring science into the equation. And the same thing's true of masks. You can look at them... And no, it's bullshit. You could also go back and try to find any study written before May 2020 that says masks, widespread mask wearing by healthy people could possibly prevent viral spread. You will not find one because there is not one because that is stupid. On my run today, you know, I always pass bunches and bunches of maskies. And there are different kinds of maskies. Today, I saw a maskie who was passing me in the other direction who pulled her mask up from her neck to her chin. Like, just out of what? Going through the motions to tell me that I'm doing it wrong? That's crazy. You're basically asking me either for credit or for permission. And of course, I can't give you permission. You do that. And I'm not giving you credit because that's preposterous. But it certainly wasn't for health and it certainly wasn't for the science. Because I am quite certain that moving your mask from your neck to your chin is not covering any of the important holes. I also saw people walking by with N95 masks just kind of stuck to their face or moved off their nose or they'll move and adjust them constantly. And that ain't how those work either. N95 masks are not effective against a virus if you're a man and have a beard. Why? Too much space from the hair. The mask doesn't fit properly. Now, there's virtually no literature anywhere that says that masks do work. But the N95 mask is even reduced in its efficacy when you use it improperly cloth masks don't work at all, but yet people still use those improperly as well. And these people are doing it while running and working out as if the sweat and the constant wiping doesn't affect anything. And all of this completely ignores how COVID is actually transmitted. You can read about it. You can know how it's transmitted and then you can know immediately that there is no chance in hell that pulling your mask up while you run past me from 20 feet away is helping either of us. doesn't even make sense. But to adopt the masking thing late means you went along with the crowd after it became too much. Or after you no longer had the privilege of living in a place where someone else telling you what to do wasn't a concern. But now you enforce it on others. And it's not like you just started believing in the science. Because, of course, you don't know the science. So you don't believe it, but you're willing to enforce it on others. Huh, you know, that's the mindset that has spawned every single atrocity in human history. And that's why we don't want socialism. And that's why we don't want communism. And that's why maskies are commies. And you can tell they're commies because obviously. Why would you put someone like that in your life? so that they can abuse and manipulate you. They are trying to enforce what they themselves do not believe because they want to have assurance that they will always retain the power to tell others what to do. And that's what it comes down to. They want to tell other people what to do. And why do they want that? Because they have no spirit. They can't think for themselves. And if they do, they lack the conviction of their beliefs. They accept the word of authority because it is authority. And if you're trusting authority for authority's sake, and then you're willing to transfer that authority Onto someone less powerful than you, then at heart you are a tyrant. And what you want is to ascend to the power above you. That's why you're trying to please them. You're saying, hey, you know what? Like, I know you're full of shit. Like, I'm part of the club. I got it. But I got you. I'm going to do what you say. But just remember, I'm part of the club, part of the club, okay? Tax breaks, whatever, you'll figure it out. You can uh, get me extra followers so that I can tell the world your message. Whatever it is, just understand, I got your back right now. I'm going to lie to these plebeians, but then you got to get my back later, okay? Remember, remember, I want to be rich, and if I could meet some famous people, that would be fucking rad. And uh, like, just just like leave me alone enough. Like don't riot at my house. Like, don't you see my Biden sign on, on my lawn? All right. Got the Biden sign posted the black square. You're going to like, leave me alone. Right. Cool. All right. I know that like you're lying to me and I'm lying to them, but I trust you. I'm just don't send the rioters to my house. Okay. Or at least like, Come for me last. In fact, if you come for me last, I'm going to even point out which neighbors of mine aren't following the rules. I'll help you that much because I got your back because I'm a responsible citizen. And I got your back, even though I know you're lying to me and I'm lying to them. I've got your back. That means you'll get mine. Tax breaks, whatever. Hopefully tax breaks make me a little more famous. Hookers, cool, like whatever I want. Thank you, thank you. No, 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 no. I understand. I trust you even though you're lying to me and I'm lying to them. I trust you and therefore you can trust me and that is how it equals out even though you have more power than me right now and probably don't want to give me your power, but I trust you. That person will betray you every time and they will not fight for you and they will not protect you. I hope I'm not ruining anyone's relationship right now. But if I am, the truth is, you already knew. You can't marry a masky. Especially not that fourth quadrant masky. And to end on a positive note, the way you should be is you should not... Adopt a social control ever. If the disease was as dangerous as they're pretending and masks worked, they would have told us right away. You're allowed to wear a bandana. How do I know that? I do it every day. Why am I not wearing a real mask? Because they don't work. So if you can wear a bandana and that is helping They could have told us that from day one. They were at no risk of running out of PPE. And if they were, wouldn't it have been better to have everyone stop the spread of the disease? The we were running out of PPE thing is a lie. And you know it's a lie. And you can watch Anthony Fauci on video lying about it. But you don't care. So you go along eventually. Oh, I guess everybody's doing it. So now I got to do it. And then you feel like because you were weak and cowardly to believe that you are not as weak and cowardly as others, you enforce it on them and you try to make them bend to your will. While you have more power in the first place, how do I know you have more power? Well, because the entire culture is behind you. That's how you know you have power. If every powerful institution agrees with you, then you are part of the institution of power. And every time you tell someone what to do. You are enforcing that power and inflicting damage on them. And just to clean this all up for everyone who's getting a little shaky and quakey. Yes, I wear masks in private businesses, but that's it. Okay. Because it's their property and their liability and I'm in their house. So I'll do as they ask. Everywhere else, no fucking chance. And finally, I just want to say happy Veterans Day to any veterans that might be listening or anyone who has family members who are vets. This past year has really taught me what it means to really, really love your country and the sacrifice that our men and women sign up for is truly honorable and we all owe them a debt of gratitude. So thank you to the veterans. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to Hope's Fall. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and parlor at I'm Your Moderator. Soon, I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'mYourModerator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at Anchor.fm by searching "Be Reasonable" with your moderator Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'mYourModerator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm Your Moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and Bitchute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct Shop.Spreadshirt.com slash Cancel-Couture.